One evening, when I was a junior in high school, my mom and dad went out, leaving me home alone. I had a lot of homework to do, so I spent the whole evening sitting at my desk in my bedroom. My parents left the house around 6pm. While I was doing homework, I put my headphones on and listened to loud music. There was a storm that night, and my desk was facing the window, so I could see the rain and the lightning outside. My parents came home around 11pm. When I saw their car drive up, I took off my headphones. As soon as my mom opened the front door and came inside, I heard her shout my name. What on earth happened here? She demanded in an angry voice. Confused, I ran downstairs. My mom was standing in the hallway with a furious look on her face. She pointed at the floor and yelled, Was this you? I looked down and saw the carpet was covered in muddy footprints. I have no idea how those got there. I spent the whole night at my desk doing my homework. I watched as her face changed from anger to confusion and then to fear. We both realized at the same time someone must have been in the house. We followed the trail of footprints, trying to make sense of the whole situation. They started out the back door, which we usually leave unlocked. Then we noticed something else. The footprints started out the back door, but there is no trail of the footprints going back through that door. All of a sudden, we hear a loud, pounding noise that echoed throughout the house, then the sound of the front door being wrenched open and slamming shut. We all ran into the garage and locked the door behind us. My mom took out her cell phone and called the police. Please come quickly. There's someone in our house. After what seemed like hours, a patrol car arrived with two police officers, a male and a female. One of the officers stayed with us in the garage while his partner went through the house, searching it room by room. When she came back, the female officer told us that there was no one in the house and it was safe to go back in. As we were all breathing a sigh of relief, she asked, Whose bedroom is upstairs on the left? My parents looked at me. It's mine, I told the officer. She asked me to follow her. As we walked through the house, we could see the trail of the muddy footprints leading from the back door, through the living room, through the hallway and up the stairs, into my parents' bedroom and towards my room. They stopped at my doorway. The female officer pointed at the door, which had been open the whole night. Scrawled on it in blue marker was the following. 847, I see you. 853, you forgot to lock your back door. 859, you seem focused. 927, turn around. 947, look at me. 1015, look at me. 1037, look at me. 1049, look at me. For more than two hours, someone had been standing in my doorway, watching me. To this day, I still shudder to think of what would have happened if I would have turned around. This happened several years ago when I lived with my ex-boyfriend. We recently moved into a two-bedroom house and set to work turning it into a home. We turned the back bedroom into an office as the house only had one bathroom and it could only be reached through that bedroom. We would have people crash on our sofa regularly 
I didn't fancy them having to trapeze through our bedroom to get to the loo in the middle of the night. So we had been living there roughly a month when this event occurred. My ex was out with his colleagues and I was home alone. I had spent the early evening watching TV and eating takeout. A couple times I heard some strange noises, but whenever I would try to zone in on it and figure out what the hell it was, it would stop. It had got later, so I decided to go upstairs and use the computer for a little bit before going to bed. At this point in time, we hadn't had our phone lines installed, and I was still on a pay and go phone, which had run out of credit. I basically had no way to communicate with anyone while I was in the house that night. So I'm sitting in the back room with only a small table lamp that barely forms a glow. While I'm typing away on the laptop, I heard the noises again. It started as a light rattling noise, really faint to the point where I had to strain to see if I was really hearing it or if I was imagining it. I shut the music off and tried to figure out what it was. I went into our bedroom and looked down to our front door. Nobody's there. I go back into the back bedroom but can't see much out that window. We had a small yard with a high brick wall and I saw a wooden gate with nothing to cast any light. From what little I could see, there was nothing in the back either. I sat back down and switched the music back on. Maybe 10 minutes later I hear an eerie screeching sound, like metal on metal. Again, very faint, as if whatever was making it was trying desperately to be quiet. I was getting more than a little freaked out at this point, so I went out of our bedroom to retrieve a heavy iron rod that we had found in the back of the built-in wardrobe. I didn't switch on any lights as I didn't know what was going on and I didn't want to alert any possible intruders of my location in the house. Remember, I had no way of calling anyone and I was getting more than a little concerned that someone might actually be in my house. I made my way back into the office bedroom and closed the door as quietly as possible before bolting and lodging a chair under the handle. Nothing more happens for a good 20 minutes or so. I start feeling a little foolish for letting myself get worked up and put it down as being my first night alone in the house. But I don't switch the music back on this time, which was lucky because I started to hear sounds like two people whispering, both male voices. They didn't sound like they were coming from inside the house though. I had the office window open ever so slightly, and the sound seemed to be floating in from there. I headed into the bathroom to see if I could get a better look into the alley that the house backs into. The office bedroom and the bathroom formed an L around a yard, with the bathroom extending further out. I climbed up on the ledge and inched the window open trying to see out into the alley. I couldn't see anything, but the whispering was louder and coming directly behind the gate. I couldn't hear the whole sentences, but I heard enough to summarize whoever these men were. They'd seen us move in, and seen that we had quite a lot of valuable equipment. Guitars, computer, my DSLR, TV, gaming consoles, etc. I imagined they'd seen that I was home alone, and had been waiting for me to go to sleep before trying to get into the house. I stayed perched there for what felt like an eternity, until what seemed like the loudest thud in the world echoed up to me. They had grown tired of trying to be stealthy, and one or both of them were throwing themselves into the gate, trying to break it down. I could see it shuddering under the blows, and could only imagine how large these men must be. I'm a teeny girl, all about 5'3", and at that point weighed somewhere around 105 pounds. I was white with terror, as I watched the gate groan under the stress. I sat clutching the iron rod, trying to think where I could hide from them. Suddenly, a glaring light behind me. At first I panicked and dropped out of sight, thinking they were shining a torch at the back of the house, but then I heard barking and shouting. 
I peeked again and saw that the house, which was across the alley from us, had a floodlight installed, and it was illuminating both their own yard, mine, and the alley with light. I heard grumbling and cursing at two sets of footsteps hurrying down the alley. I stayed locked in the bathroom until my ex-boyfriend drunkly rolled in at 4am. I didn't sleep a wink that night, and when I went out into the yard that morning, my gate was hanging on by one hinge, allowing easy access from the alley. When I looked at the back of it, the keyhole was covered in scratches as if someone tried to force open the lock. If they hadn't woken the house behind us, I dread to think what could have happened. I live in a fairly rural town, in northeast of England. It is surrounded by countryside and smaller villages. Because of this, there is very little serious crime. Worst thing that had happened that I can remember was a stabbing around eight years ago. And in more recent years, a friend of mine got the crap kicked out of him because he was drunk and two teenagers were looking for a punching bag. He came out with a bunch of bruises, but otherwise was fine. This is just to give you a sense of the place I live so you can understand the situation a little better. I live right next to a bad part of town, the part where the majority of crimes happened. There was even one bloke that dumped a half a rabbit on a doorstep of a corner shop as a prank. So it's a pretty rough area. Anyway, the downside of living next to this area is that you hear a lot of noises during the night. Having lived in the city for three years while going to university, I got used to the constant noise the sirens, the traffic, so when I finally got home to the comparatively quiet town, it took me a long time to readjust, which meant I would hear a lot of strange things, and on occasion saw things far stranger. So with my difficulty falling asleep for the first few nights, I lay in bed hopelessly trying to sleep. I should explain that there are four typical noises that I hear in my town. The clock bell ringing every quarter hour, Teenagers thinking that they are cool, blasting music past their bedtime on their way home. Teenagers in general being loud, and drunks. While falling asleep, while failing to get to sleep, I hear voices. I take a look out the window and watch these people walk past. Pretty standard. Next, a drunk shouting about how he's gonna clock someone's head in. And then finally, just before I went to sleep, a random guy walking home alone. Presumably after having a couple drinks himself. A few more days go by with more noises, but then I heard a scream. It sounded like it was coming from a little girl. She sounded upset like her mom scolded her for something. I then heard shouting and the screaming continued. Then both trailed off and then stopped. I suspected that it was just a really tired child whose irresponsible parents had kept them out too long. It wouldn't be the first time I heard something like this while being there. So I continued on, night after night, trying to sleep. Nothing interesting truly starts until about a week later. I was playing Sims 4 at about 1.30am and I hear a guttural scream, but I can't figure out where it's coming from. The sound was either reverberating too bad, or it was at the road adjacent behind the houses in front of my own. Either way, I lost interest in the screaming and it stopped after a couple seconds, and I still couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Two nights pass. Once again, I'm playing Sims 4, and I hear the screaming. This time much closer. Close enough that I should be able to see it if it weren't nighttime. We don't have a lot of street lights on our street. Maybe one or two. 
There's a good 20 meters or so between streetlights where it's pitch black darkness. I'm looking and trying to see things the best I could, but it was no good. Which brings me to day. I was climbing into bed and I hear a bike ride past. I take a quick look out of my window and I didn't see any signs of a bike anywhere. But while staring out the window, I see a man step out from the darkness in the middle of the road. He looks like he's just walking down the road. And I don't think there's an issue until he steps right in front of my house. I quickly turn off my lamp and hide out of sight. The street lamp I mentioned earlier is directly opposite of my house, so the light shines directly into my room. So watching from the darkness isn't an option for me, but it heavily silhouettes anyone not facing it. As I lean to see if he's gone yet, to my horror, I see him at my garden fence, and I can only presume he's looking directly at my window. I panic and take cover again, listening carefully for footsteps that would indicate that he had left. After about five minutes or so, I hear them, but to my terror, it sounds like he's walking up the steps into my garden. I'm too scared to look, but after mustering up enough courage and strategy to keep myself in the dark, I do. He wasn't there, but I know what I heard. Three footsteps towards the entrance of my garden, four steps up the stairs, and finally three steps to the left onto the gravel, and yet he was gone. No sounds of gravel or footsteps. I waited a couple more minutes, but I haven't heard any noises from within my house. We have a one-year-old, very excitable dog named Dana that would bark the roof off of the place if he came through the back. And I would hear him coming through the front because I'm directly over the two entrances. And I would hear him breaking the window or door. So I'm sure that he's gone, but I can't help but feel he may pay my house more visits. This story happened a year ago. I was living with my then boyfriend, now fiance. Anyways, we lived in a townhouse in the suburbs. Pretty safe area. There had been some robberies a couple blocks away, but they weren't common, and I felt pretty safe walking home alone at night. So one weekend, my boyfriend's brother Marshall and his girlfriend Amy and her brother Curtis were visiting. We were all just going to chill and have a couple of drinks and play video games and relax. My boyfriend had his LSATs, and after a couple of months of studying, he wanted to just relax before the exam. Unfortunately, I ended up getting very sick. It was the worst flu I've ever had. Extreme fever, one degree higher than I would have had to go to the hospital. I had nausea, headache, body aches, and all that good stuff. Of course, I didn't want that to stop my friends from having a good time, so they came over anyways, and I just stayed in my room. They went out to eat before they came over. So I was in bed alone watching TV, felt like I was dying. I slept on and off. At about 4pm I heard the door open and figured they were back, but when I called out for my boyfriend no one came up. Even if he was there he probably wouldn't have heard me, but I knew he would come and check on me as soon as he came back. So I assumed I heard something fall or the neighbors making noises, so I dismissed it and went back to sleep. I was in a deep sleep and groggily opened my eyes and thought I saw a figure move across my room. I was so heavily medicated and so sick I didn't fully understand what had happened and what that meant. Like I saw a figure but didn't connect in my brain that I might have seen someone since it was pretty dark in my room. I think part of me thought it was just the TV. Finally, around 7pm everyone comes back. They were loud. Amy, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, was tipsy. She's very fun when she's drunk. 
so there's a lot of laughter. My boyfriend comes in to check on me. He brought me some soup. He sat and talked about his day as I ate. I asked him to look in the basket under the bed to get a new bottle of aspirin. We had a full-size bed, and I had a basket under the bed where I kept extra pill bottles, shaving cream, and stuff like that. I didn't know right away, but thank God he looked under the bed. He put his head up and handed me the aspirin, but his facial expression had changed like he had lost color in his face. I didn't think much of it and said thank you. Come on, I'm going to take you to the bathroom. He never stutters like that, but I remember picking up on it. I told him no, I didn't really have to pee, and I didn't feel like getting up. He said, no, let's go. I don't want to have to climb up the stairs just because you need to pee in 10 minutes. I remember feeling hurt by his words, but I knew he was right since I just had soup and half a bottle of water. He walked me downstairs, and I couldn't understand why he didn't just use the upstairs bathroom. I think I was so sick, I felt too exhausted to question. He sat me down on the couch. What's going on? I practically whispered this. He took out his phone and his hand was shaking. I asked him what was wrong and I'll never forget how my heart sank and I felt like I couldn't breathe when he whispered, there's someone under the bed. Amy laughed so I laughed thinking it was a prank but it felt serious. My boyfriend's brother suggested we get out of the house so we did. As we were leaving we heard a thud upstairs. We quickly left and drove away then called the police. The police came and searched the house and didn't find anyone. He must have known we suspected he was there and left. My boyfriend couldn't give a description. He only saw sneakers. But it was so dark he couldn't really see anything. The scariest thing still leaves me on edge that the police found a knife under the bed. It was a small steak knife, but very dull and rusty. There weren't any killings in the area, so my friends assumed he just wanted a place to sleep. I'm not really sure how he got into our place, but I have some theories. I'm really proud of how my boyfriend handled everything. He's a calm and collected person, but I always assumed he wouldn't be that way in a crisis. I just hope I never see this person again. Ever.